Welcome back everyone, my name is Christian and according to social media, we've just entered the stock market crash of 2021, but what's everyone actually freaking out about? Well, today we're going to be covering how the real crash has not happened yet, signs that the next crash will be really, really bad, and how to tell a crash from a bubble and how to prepare for both. But before I can give you any of those juicy details, you have to make sure you go down below, use those links, and support your favorite struggling YouTuber. And also make sure you subscribe and spank that like button. And also comment down below if you think we're in a bubble or not. So let's get to point number one. So the real crash has not happened yet. I don't really know what many people are freaking out about or why it's all over social media that we're in a stock market crash if you go to the s p 500 and look at the last five days the largest dip we had was around 2.5 percent and if you go back a month the largest dip was only around 3.6 percent but if you take a zoom out and look at the year to date and the six month chart year to date we're up around six percent and for the last six months we're up around 14 percent so that beats expectations and we're actually way better than what we usually are on average so why is everybody actually freaking out well in order to understand the future we need to backtrack to the past and let's bring up the og of 1929 the great depression the first official stock market crash there ever was well if you're not aware i'm going to break it down very simply for you and kind of summarize how this all happened for over a decade, people were speculating and overvaluing stocks in the stock market. And this was kind of like the first time this was really happening. So everybody just kept buying more for higher prices. And eventually, a lot of big money players and just a lot of people in general started to realize that stocks were just getting way too overvalued and they wanted to start pulling their money out. Well, that naturally will just cause a dip in the market when a lot of people want to start pulling their money out well when everyone started going to the banks and wanted to get their money out the banks ended up running out of money and that caused a panic and a frenzy because now people realize that if you didn't get your money out of the banks before they lost all of their money well now you have no money at all and that put a lot of people into poverty and that basically started the great depression and this all started because people were overvaluing stocks and there just wasn't enough money to go around once they started pulling all of it out. Fast forward to 2000 and the dot-com bubble. This is basically when anything with dot-com or tech in it was blowing up. I mean, even companies like Qualcomm, who was a chip processor company, rose by over 2,500% in the span of a couple of years, which is absolutely insane and unheard of. And since we were entering a brand new space inside of the tech industry, nobody really knew how to value these stocks. And so what people did was they just kept buying at higher prices. And eventually, same thing that happened in the Great Depression was happening right now. And stocks were getting overvalued and overspeculated on. And eventually, people started to realize that. So then they all started to take their money out and another crash happened. And from March 2000 to October 2002, the NASDAQ dropped over 75%. And to fast forward to everybody's favorite market crash in March of 2020, the pandemic crash. And basically what happened was when lockdowns hit and the pandemic hit, everybody got fearful, everybody got scared, and that kind of caused the stock market to crash. But a lot of people don't know, but stocks were also and still are overvalued. And in a couple of days, the S&P 500 
and NASDAQ dropped over 13% in just a few days. And to prove that we're still in an overvalued market, I have to show you an indicator called the Buffett indicator. Now basically what this is, is it shows you the market value in stocks versus the GDP and it'll show you if stocks are overvalued, fair value or undervalued. And right now, we are probably in the most overvalued territory that we've ever been in. And if you can look at the chart, the internet bubble was over a two standard deviation, which caused that first market crash. Another market crash that's not on here is also Black Monday, and that was also a very overvalued market. Now, one time we did have a crash that it was kind of at fair value was the Great Recession back in 2009, and that's just because of how banks were doing stuff. But if we fast forward to today, February of 2021, we are in the most overvalued part that we've ever been in. So anybody with half a brain can understand that we are definitely in bubble territory. Which brings us to our next point. How can you tell a bubble from a crash? So there's no set in stone number that defines a crash or a bubble or pullback or a correction, but this is just how I like to think of it. So first we have a pullback and a pullback is basically natural. It has to happen within the markets, especially when you're uptrending. So typically a pullback will be anywhere from zero to 5%. Now pullback's big brother, a correction, is also natural and happens typically in an uptrend or in a downtrend as well. But it's gonna last for longer and it's gonna be a longer correction. And yeah, so I just use the same word. Um, but basically a correction is gonna be anywhere from like five to 10, maybe even 15%. And again, it's going to last a little bit longer. Now a crash, at least in my opinion, because again, there's no set number for all this, a crash is anything where the market will drop more than 50% of its high. And typically, you can label that as a crash. So many people get a bubble and a crash confused pretty often. So just to tell you what a bubble is, a bubble is basically when you're talking about whatever market you want, real estate, crypto, stocks, hair and beauty, YouTube, whatever it may be. And that market is now in an overvalued territory, which when we looked at the Buffett indicator, we are more overvalued than we've ever been in our history. So yes, we're in a bubble right now, a very big one. And another indicator or another cycle I wanna show you is the bubble cycle. So if we look at the lifetime of a bubble, basically how it starts is the stealth phase. This is when smart money, smart investors and big investors get in. This is when they get it at fair value. Then you have institutional investors like hedge funds and banks and stuff like that, and they're starting to flood the markets. Typically, after this, stocks start to do pretty good. It gets attention from the media. Then you have the mania phase where the public starts to get in, the Wall Street bets, everybody on Robinhood, M1 Finance, Webull, everyone starts getting excited, enthusiastic, and greedy. Now, people aren't really taking into account that these stocks might be overvalued or this market might be overvalued. And what's really interesting is once you hit the top of the new paradigm, you have a bull trap where the market dips very hard. And isn't it kind of similar to what happened in March? The only difference here is we made higher highs and new highs instead of returning to the normal. So we may have already had our bull trap 
and we just had higher highs and now we're in the blow off phase so now we're just waiting for fear and just to return to the mean those are the cycles of the bubbles and if you look at anything like the s p 500 or the nasdaq it's pretty obvious that we are in the blow off phase and now really all we're waiting for is the return to the mean and that's when all the stocks are going to plummet over to that standard deviation of zero and that's when stocks will be fair valued and another thing to keep in mind is that the everything bubble has not crashed yet because when you really think about it nobody's making money right now i mean most of the people are unemployed or just not making enough a lot of people are on unemployment and yet the markets are still getting flooded with a lot of money isn't that kind of interesting also interest rates are at their lowest so borrowing debt is probably the best time to do that and a lot of people are starting to do that and another thing is that the fed is printing oodles of money and that's just not a good thing so lastly let's talk about signs that this next crash will be really really bad and probably the worst one i've seen in a while so the first thing is the pandemic we've never seen anything like this pandemic we've never had mandatory lockdowns um the stimulus spending like we haven't gone through this so getting out of this will also be something brand new to us and will be something very very different so that's something we have to keep in mind because we have no blueprint of how to correctly get out of this pandemic point number two is that government spending has been at all-time highs i mean I, I have to look at my notes for this one because this is absolutely insane so in 2020 the government spent around 2.6 trillion dollars in stimulus spending that doesn't include all spending just stimulus spending now they're trying to pass a bill for 1.9 trillion in 2021 which would bring the total to around five 4.5 trillion dollars so in one and a half years the government has spent 4.5 trillion dollars and the crazy stat i want you to think about is that in 2020 alone more than 20 percent of all the u.s dollars in existence were printed in 2020. let that sink in another massive thing is that when student loans need to start getting paid back well a lot of people haven't really been saving for them and they haven't been budgeting for them so i can definitely see a lot of people being in trouble when student loans start becoming a part of their budget again because they haven't for the past basically year another thing is housing we have the highest housing debt that we've had in history and it's at around 14.6 trillion dollars and we have record high forbearances which are basically just delayed foreclosure plans so a lot of people are in forbearance which is not good now it's pretty obvious to also say that the stock market and also crypto market are definitely overvalued and you know what happens when things are overvalued i mean we have 1929 2000 and 2020 and all the other years as well and lastly michael burry if you're not aware of him he's the dude from the big short he was played by christian bale he's the guy who determined and basically figured out the 2009 recession and how the banks were giving out faulty loans to people who couldn't afford them and he actually understood how the market was going to go through a recession or the economy was going to go through a recession back in 2009 now he's saying this is going to happen again in around 2021 2022 and he's saying that extreme speculation and debt is what's going to cause this next recession and the market is balancing on a knife's edge so to wrap this all up yes we're in a bubble 
technically. That doesn't mean we're in a crash, but a crash is coming soon. And don't be fooled by these pullbacks and corrections. Wait for something to happen like a 50% retracement in the market. Now you don't have to be scared about a market crash because there's two opportunities for you. You can sell at all time highs because everything is completely overvalued. So you can make money that way. If you don't wanna make money that way, make sure you wait for the crash and keep your money on the sidelines. Now again, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. I'm telling you what I'm going to do and my opinions on how best to deal with basically a market crash. And I think a really good way to avoid getting screwed over is making sure you have some money to invest when markets are basically at fair value or undervalued. Because when you buy at that point, you already know the markets are going to go back to being overvalued because that's just the cycle of investing and our economy and everything. So if you guys enjoyed this video, I would really appreciate if you could subscribe down below, help that YouTube algorithm. Also, spank that like button and also leave a comment down below if you enjoyed this and if you think we're in a bubble or when the next crash is going to happen. And also, don't forget, make sure to use those links down below for your favorite crypto savings account with BlockFi and also sign up for M1 Finance and Robinhood and I don't even have Robinhood but I guess you could sign up for them but I'll see you guys in the next video and thank you for sticking this long I really appreciate it see you guys peace